Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am so excited for you to be hanging out with me today because we have a fun little topic for you. So when I started in business, I was listening to all the experts and doing all the things. And here's what I found. I burned out. I wasn't really seeing the growth that they promised. And I was just running around in circles, trying to grow, trying to do all the things. And you know what? I didn't like being all the places or feeling like I was sacrificing family time or my sanity. I felt like there was another better way. And so what am I doing now? I'm throwing out three pieces of expert business advice and seeing better results. So I'm encouraging you to do the same thing, or at least to look at what are the experts saying, but how does that fit into your business and does it fit into your business? And if it doesn't, I want you to throw it out because each of us are unique. Our callings are different. How God is working in our lives is different and what he wants from us is different and it might not fit the mold of what everyone else is telling us to do. So are you ready? Here are three pieces of expert advice that you can toss out the window if you want to. So the first piece of expert advice that I implemented early on was this. The only way you'll grow is by using social media. And so I thought, okay, I have to get on all the social platforms and have my handle be the same. And then I need to come up with this big content calendar and I need to make sure I'm posting at least once a day and I need to create graphics for it. And I need to have this content go out all the time and I need to be in there and engaging. And it was a lot. And here's why social media bothered me so much. A few reasons, because it's so fleeting, because I put so much time and energy into creating this content that I thought was really good, that maybe could help people, but it was here and gone, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, probably gone before tomorrow, and hardly anyone saw it. And so I didn't feel like it was really growing my business or driving results. Now, there are some things that it did help to do. It helped me connect with other business owners. It helped me to find people to collaborate with and to connect with, but for the most part, it was just too much work for as little result that I got from it. But also, I didn't like that it really is a comparison game out there because we're just putting out the best of the best. We're not putting our, you know, dirty laundry out there for everyone to see. We're showing that our life is amazing and all these things and your life can be amazing too. And so sometimes when I was in the scroll, 
and looking at other businesses or whatnot. I saw they were growing faster than I was, or they seemed to get more engagement than I was. And I would start comparing well, what they were doing to what I was doing. And honestly, I didn't know what the behind the scenes was. I didn't know if they had a team backing them up. I didn't know how long they had been in business. Like there's so many things that go along with growing and finding results. But I found myself feeling a little bit jealous or just comparing, like, am I ever going to grow? Is this ever going to work for me? And I didn't like that. So, you know, it just, it took a lot of time to create graphics, to find photos, to write the content. And it all lasted about 10 seconds and it didn't draw in sales. It drew in engagement. Yes, some engagement. But then I also felt like alongside the comparison thing, I began to focus in on the comments and like buttons and I'd have to go, oh, see, did someone like this post? Oh, did someone comment? Do I need to comment? And it was like, I couldn't just be in there one, 10 minutes a day. I had to continue to look and see and then comment on each comment. So then it, the algorithm helps boost it a little bit more or whatever, you know? And so I focused on that, the comments and the likes, rather than focusing on things that actually grew my business. And so because of these things, I realized maybe social media is not for me when it comes to building and scaling a business. Now, I was a little bit scared and hesitant to get off. One, because I did like it for casual things. Um, I liked it to just find out what's going on with people who, you know, we moved away from our hometown. So I like to catch up with friends and all things. But then I thought, you know, it's just a distraction right now for me. It's an extra thing I need to do or feel compelled to do. And if I'm completely off of it and people know that, then if they want to connect with me, they can do it in other ways. And it's totally fine. Now that I'm off, I don't really know if I'm ever going to go back on. I do go in periodically because I do have my Facebook group on there. It's a free Facebook group called Motherhood and Sim Simplicity and Motherhood. So come hang out with us if you'd like to. But I go in there. I go into specific groups to ask a question here and there, uh, you know, like, I'm working on transcripts for homeschooling high school and NCAA standards and all the things. And that's overwhelming if I'm not having a connection. And so I'll go do that every once in a while. Or if I need to message someone and I don't have their email or something, I will probably go on Facebook or Instagram and message them, but then I'll send them my email. So then I'm looking for a response and email instead. So there are reasons I do go in there, but I am not actively in there. I am not posting at all. I am not scrolling at all. And you really can't find me or connect with me in there. So that's what I'm doing now. But what I'm really focusing on aside from social media, so I've kind of let that go, is I'm fo focusing on email marketing and really nurturing my email subscribers or newsletter subscribers in that way. I'm focusing more on the evergreen content, places that will be seen longer than the first hour, like this podcast. Uh, this podcast, I can put out a you know 15 to 30 minute episode and it's now out forever. People can come find it at any time. They can, it's searchable, it's out there, it's on my website, it's on the podcast players, it's all the places. And it's not something that is as fleeting. It doesn't leave 10 seconds from now, right? And so um, I've found focusing on those things that last matter more. And what I think is cool about when I tossed out the social media, it happened the beginning of the year. And we've talked about this a little bit when I've done the social media episodes is that I directly had a huge growth in my podcast numbers the month after. 
Now, like I said, it might not correlate, but I do think it was confirmation that I don't have to be on there if I don't want to be. Do I want to go back? Maybe, maybe someday I will. And for you, what I want for you to know is if you like social media and you like it for business, stay there. Totally fine. But I just don't want you to be wrapped up in the fact that you have to use it. The only way you'll grow is by using social media. That is a flat out lie. There are so many other places to connect, so many other ways to grow your business. So if you're not confident there, if you're just feeling the pull to get off, if it's a distraction for you, then I say toss that expert advice out the window and let's find some different ways to market your business. All right. Second piece of expert advice that I threw out the window. You have to hustle, 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 and sacrifice everything. Okay, so when I started in business, I wasn't always a author and podcaster and coach. I actually started business a long time ago. I had my day jobs and all the things, but my husband and I started in an MLM business. And we did it for like 15 years. It, I mean, we did it for a very long time. We saw some success with it. We personally grew through it. We had some really amazing mentors. We made some really great friends and connections. So I would not say that that was a lost season. I really did learn so much about myself, my marriage, finances, uh, business, owning a business, all the things. I learned a lot from that season. But also one of the pieces of advice that I felt like we heard over and over and over is if you want to grow, you have to be all in. It's all or nothing. Like you got to push, you got to work, you got to hustle, you got to do this. You have to sacrifice your family time, leave on the weekends to go to the conferences, leave your kids with family members or friends or whatever. And I, I feel like that put me in a place where I put my business above my family. And I, you know, in that season, I even grew in my faith. Like, I feel like God was a part of our business and everything, but I do feel like we made choices that maybe weren't the best choices for our family. And so, like I said, I wouldn't take it back, but that advice of, oh my gosh, I'm not going to grow if I don't hustle. I'm not going to grow if I don't put, you know, all this time, extra energy into it every night or go to meetings every week or whatnot. And so what I found is that that just burns you out. And eventually we did leave the business, not remorsefully or anything. Part of it was because we did move cross country and our priorities just changed. And we are now supporting our son who's an elite gymnast and his goals and things. And that stuff just didn't fit into that mix. Now, what I learned through that time, I learned how to grow a business too. And that's part of what brought me to grow this new one was I felt like we needed something that was our own, that we owned. And so I started a blog and that's kind of where I got started that. And then writing my book that turning into a business of coaching and mentoring and whatnot, because I found that I could do more with it and make more impact. Right. So anyway, that being said, this piece of advice of hustle, 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 I'm telling you, it's not going to work. Here's why it's not going to work because you will not be balanced at all. You will be focusing on the one thing and other things will lack. It'll either be your uh, health, your personal physical health. It'll be your family. It might be your day job. Something will suffer if you go all in there. You know why? Because you can't be 100% somewhere and 
100% somewhere else, right? You you can only be 100% at what you're doing at that given time. And so, you know, we've talked about balance and balance doesn't mean everything even at the same time, but balance does mean peace. It means the chaos is not there anymore. Like you, you feel balanced. You feel like you have enough time with your family. You feel like you're in alignment with God. You're in alignment with your work. Nothing is owning you you are owning it essentially. And so with the hustle, 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 I did not, I was owned. My business owned me and it was not a good situation. And so now I'm like, no, we don't need that. You do not, especially in the season of motherhood you're in, your family is your first ministry. It's your first priority um, aside from your relationship with God. And so uh, we have to look at that and go, okay, what are our priorities for the week? So this is what I started to do and um, and started to figure out how to balance it into my life. Like I had to set hard boundaries for work and I'm still learning this, but I went through a season just this last fall where work took a precedence and it was a lot. There was a lot on my, my shoulders and I was working extra hours and I wasn't giving my family attention. And what I realized is I really did burn out and it was hard And so I thought, well, what are my standards, right? And so my standards are, I'm done with work by 5 p.m. Well, there are a couple of days where I coach later, but my working, I have working blocks and I try and fit right into those working blocks. If something doesn't get done, it'll get done tomorrow. Or I might have to just tell someone, hey, I don't have the time to do that. Can we change the deadline or can I have some help? You know, and, and having that communication and that flow works really well. But I needed to set those boundaries for myself so that I knew that my work didn't own me and I can focus in a hundred percent on the places I am. So when I'm with my family, I want to be present. When I'm working, I want to be all in, in my work. I just don't want anything to own it. And so what I realized is that I can be a good mom, a good enough mom, and I can do well at work but I needed to prioritize what I was doing each week. And so now I have a family, we have a family meeting, but we also do, I do a weekly meeting with myself and I look at what those priorities are. I look at what, is there anything that is out of balance? Is there, maybe I need to spend more time with my family that week, or maybe I do need to spend a little more time with uh, finishing up a project at work or whatnot. So then I look at that and say, here are my top three priorities. This is, this is what I know I need to get done this week. If nothing else does, that's fine. And then it's also being intentional in that time that I have. So if I create that work block, I'm going to be intentional in that work block, right? And then if we do a family time, a family night, I'm going to be intentional in that time. So what I learned is my kids actually don't need me around all the time. They don't want me around all the time, but they do want me to be present when I'm with them. And they want to know that I'm paying attention to them, that I care for them, that I love them, that I'll laugh with them and play with them, but they don't need a playmate. They just need to know that I'm there. And so that's that's what I've learned. And so that's a piece of expert advice I threw out the window. I no longer am going to hustle, hustle, hustle. If I have to grow slow, I don't care. I'm not going to sacrifice my health, my family, my relationship with God. I'm not going to sacrifice things to build a multi-million dollar business. That's not my motivation or my goals. So. If you're like me and you want to feel that balance, then do the same. 
drop the hustle, 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 and just know that you can prioritize and you can be intentional in the pockets of time that you have. And if you give it the time, then it will grow. All right. The third and final piece of advice that I let go of is repurpose everything everywhere. So you wrote a blog post, great. Now you can turn that into a YouTube video and a podcast episode and then take chunks of that and create a social media post for Twitter and Facebook and don't forget to make a reel for Instagram, dance for TikTok. And then it's time to create five pins, an idea pin and turn half of the blog post into your email for the week for your subscribers. I know, are you exhausted just from me saying that? Because I am. (laughs) When you're pulled in so many different directions, it's so hard to gain traction in any one of them. And so the the idea of repurposing everything everywhere makes sense, right? It's a way to be able to um, have, do more with less time, you know, put everything out there and see what fits and whatnot. So here's why it doesn't work to repurpose everything everywhere. It's because each place, each platform serves a different purpose. And unless you're repurposing the content to fit each platform, it's not going to work for you. People go on Instagram to look at videos, to see pretty pictures, to get away from their, their like everyday lives, right? It's to kind of have this fulfillment or this distraction from life. Um, They're not getting on there for long form content, right? So you, And then like on YouTube, they're going in there for how-to and educational. They're looking for uh, you to really help guide them visually through solving a problem, or maybe it's for entertainment or whatever, but each platform serves a different purpose. And so when we just copy and paste and create smaller parts of our posts to be social media posts, or we take our YouTube video and turn it into a blog post, it doesn't always work the greatest because that it might not be read the same way or the YouTube video might just not be the same if you change that into a podcast, right? So it's just like, you have to know your audience. You have to know what that platform is designed to do. And then you need to format that content to fit that in order to be promoted and in order for the algorithm to work with it, right? And so that's why posting everywhere doesn't really work. Here's what works picking one or two places to focus. So for me, I chose podcasting as my long form content. And I also chose email marketing. That's where I nurture my audience instead of social media. So if you pop onto my email list, then you will know that you will be served week after week with good tips and content for setting goals, achieving goals, building your business and resources and all the things. That's where I'm gonna be present. And if you reply to me, I am usually the one that replies. Like I I reply to pretty much every email and it's something that I like to do because I want to be here for you. I want to hear what's helping. How how can I serve you better? How can I support you? And so feel free to pop on my email list if you're not on it already. If you go to redhotmindset.com, you'll find a spot where you can click to join the newsletter. It's easy peasy and you will not get spam from me and you can leave my newsletter at any time totally fine. (laughs) So, um, but you want to pick a couple places and here's why, because then your focus is not divided in multiple directions and you can really serve well in those couple places. Now, one thing I do, I record a podcast episode and create show notes for it. So my show notes do go on my blog, right? So I guess you would call, you could call that repurposing, 
but it's just the show notes that I have on Podbean anyway. And the reason that I put the show notes on the blog is because then I can use that link to promote the podcast. I can use it for a Pinterest image if I want to. I do use Pinterest as kind of my social media search engine, if you will, because I have found some good results with that. And I also don't need to be on there scrolling or engaging. So I find that that works really well for me. And I do usually write an email that has the same theme as my podcast episode, and then I promote the podcast episode. But my email is going to have enough content that you don't need to go to the podcast to listen if you don't want to. I want there to be a result or there to be something that you gain from it, inspiration, motivation, something to help you with your day, a tip that you can take to, to implement, whatever it is. I want you to be able to do that in my email itself, instead of just going, hey, I have a podcast episode, click here and you'll go find out more. You know, um, That's there as an additional in case you want to dive deeper into the topic. But uh, that's what I do. And then, I mean, it does go on YouTube, but I don't do anything fancy. It just automatically uploads to YouTube. It has the little um, audio up and down, what do you call that? And it, I don't create a thumbnail for it. I don't do anything. I'm not trying to grow on YouTube. I just figure... Um, if it goes on there and people find it there, great. That's fine if they want to listen on YouTube instead of listening on the podcast. But I only focus on the podcast and I focus on email. So think about where you can focus in and really spend your time. This also eliminates a lot of extra tasks, graphics, things that you have to do in order to make it work in all the places. So that's that. Those are the three pieces of expert advice that I'm throwing out the window and encouraging you to do too. First, the only way you'll grow is by using social media, <laughs> line number one. Second, you have to hustle, hustle, hustle and sacrifice everything. No, you don't, mama. And number three, repurpose everything everywhere. Trust me, it doesn't work. I've tried. <laughs> I'd love to hear how you're planning to be intentional in your business this week without feeling like you have to hustle harder. Focus on what will move your business forward, what's going to move the needle forward, and throw out the other noise. Now, if you need some additional accountability or strategy to do so, I'd love to work with you. To find out more about my business strategy coaching options, you can head to redhotmindset.com forward slash business dash strategy. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash business dash strategy. If you're looking for accountability and a plan to get things done intentionally without wasting time or sacrificing family, then this might be for you. If you're wanting to get rid of some of these expert advice and grow your business intentionally with God at the center and knowing that you're doing it in the capacity that you have, what works for you and your family, then this business strategy coaching could be for you. All right, that's all I have. Until next time, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.